Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. And I did see our great friend Josh at Mid-America RV yesterday talking about an open house that they're doing starting in March where you can go check out all their RVs. It's a big Big event that they have out there on the lot. I, and maybe Big we, RV-a-thon. Maybe we take our uh, our talents out to the lot. Take our, yeah. Uh, we're going to take I, our talents to lot. No, not lot, Jay. Excuse me. I America saw RV. him saying, they put out a video on their Instagram and, and also on Facebook talking about their open house. He said you could get an RV for as low as $5 a day. I'm a little bit afraid to go out there. I think I would buy one. Yeah, because I spend five dollars a day on coffee, dog. Easily. Easily. Oh, I'm not even joking. Yeah, five dollars a day. Drop oh, and yeah. I have a new coffee. Love you. <laughs> yeah. So instead of that, RV. A new RV. Got myself a new home. You could. You traveling could. home. You could live in one. You don't have kids. If I didn't have kids, I'd, I'd maybe consider it. I just feel like it would be hard to be like, yo, you want to come back to my RV? It's not even my place. It's my RV. They'd be like, ooh, you're a creep. Maybe a little bit, but you don't <laughs> spin zone. You don't have to tell them that you don't have a house. That's true. Yeah, you know, I got a dope ass RV. You want to check it out? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Just don't tell my wife about it. She <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> right. Uh, welcome to the love shack, ladies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you can't go check love out shack. their inventory at midamericarv.com. As low as $5 a day, you can get yourself a new RV. Uh, Big Country yesterday, we talked a lot about basketball, and it was nice to get them kind of a little bit of a break from football and the NFL and everything going on. Today's going to be back to kind of that normal show where we always talk about football. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on with Aaron Rodgers, uh, the NFL Combine, the XFL. There's Deshaun Watson news that's coming down. People are talking about Mason Rudolph, but we'll also update people on some of the Jawan Howard stuff, Major League Baseball, and it is Tell the Truth Tuesday, so we'll hey, also who? get into that. But I think the the lead story of the morning so far is the Aaron Rodgers cryptic, cryptic Instagram post that he made, and I, I guess we should start by saying Aaron Rodgers never does anything by accident. This is not just a little coincidence, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to post this today, and I'm just in my feels. He's very calculated. He might be in his feels, but he's also very calculated. And a lot of people are examining this because I think they're bored on a Tuesday morning. Maybe they don't want to work, and they're just looking at this post all day. I I saw one person tweeting about how everything in the post is past tense. Mm -hmm. Nothing is about the present. Nothing is about the future. It's all, you know, glad I got to spend time with, with these guys and things like that. And then there's the big picture that everyone that I've seen, at least, is overreacting to or reacting to. And it's a picture of Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams with no Aaron Rodgers in it, which is leading a lot of people to think he's either going to retire or he's going to announce that he wants a trade from the Green Bay Packers. Very interesting. 
And going with all of that, I mean, he's made it very clear and he's been very adamant about the fact that he came back this year for the relationships within the organization and everyone in his life. Make all the jokes you want about his thing with the family. That's honestly not of our business. But I've been watching a lot of Aaron, like consuming a lot of Aaron Rodgers content over the last couple of years ago or so with like every Tuesday he, he goes on the Pat McAfee show and kind of a lot of the things that he says and people look at it was like, oh, this guy's being overdramatic. He's being a crybaby, yada, yada, yada. And in a sense, I agree with all that. But at the same time, like I've watched Aaron Rodgers become very like, I don't want to say emotional. I don't want to say because I feel like that's the wrong word. No, I think that's the right word. But like in terms of like not in a negative way, though, just very appreciative of everyone yeah, that's in his life and kind of helped him where he is and what he's done and been able to accomplish and everything. But he's doing it in a way where he's like, I'm also ready to move on from Green Bay. Like I'm thankful for everything that's here. I came here for one more year, tried to make it work. It didn't. I even brought in Randall Cobb. Devontae Adams, hell of a player. But my time here is over. So I want to say thank you to everybody, but it's time to go. That's how I'm looking at it. That's the, kind of the way it feels, honestly. And I like that he like within the post, it wasn't – he's not shitting on anything. He doesn't seem like he's upset. He's just being a very appreciative, thankful, and it's like he's ready to move on. Let's go try something else. Fresh start. Get out of Green Bay. Yeah, calling his teammates the icing on a beautiful cake that we call football. It just – you usually don't have these kind of posts if you're like, yeah, let's get ready for next season. Usually yeah. you end it. You would end it with a, like, can't wait for next year. Like, yep. Off-season day 2022 is going to be even better. <laughs> yeah, some some corny little line. Yeah. So, uh, now let's go light the fucking candles, boys. <laughs> yeah. That actually would have been really Time good. Time to blow out the candles. They're doing something stupid. But you didn't see any of that from Aaron Rodgers. So I, I kind of get the vibe that he's going to retire. I don't know. What you're thinking is, I know a lot of people are debating online today. Is he going to retire? Is he going to ask for a trade? I'm going to tell you this. Um, if you're listening to us live in the call-in app, thank you. You're smart. I think that he's going to go on the Pat McAfee today, Pat McAfee show today, and announce his retirement. I don't think that he's going to announce he wants a trade. I think he's going to announce that he's done with football. Was there an announcement that he's going on the show today? Central time. Is when I'm making this call. I know sometimes people listen to the podcast later. You should be listening to it in the call-in app at 10 a.m. I think he's going to announce his retirement today. So you're predicting an announcement of retirement. Oh, I think he's going sure. to extend off his Instagram post. This is my predicament. Or prediction, excuse me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Durr. But this is my prediction. He's going to go on the Pat McAfee show. He's going to extend off his Instagram post, say what he's thankful for, but he's ready to move on, and he's already talked with the front office in Green Bay. That's his decision. He told them last year, this is it. Now, this is when we kind of move into the next topic of the show that we're going to get into later on where he could possibly go. I got one, I got two teams in mind on where I think he could go. And one of those teams has two options on where they could go, and it immediately makes him a Super Bowl contender. Wait, what? <laughs> you confused me there. You're like branching Aaron Rodgers, there's two destinations that he could possibly go to. The Denver Broncos, uh-huh. the Pittsburgh Steelers. One yeah. of those teams, if they get – either Aaron Rodgers or another quarterback who is currently on our TV screen, Deshaun Watson, they are immediately a Super Bowl contender. I think both of them are. The Broncos, I worry that they can't stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe that has been a struggle for them. Yeah. But I I would put both of them as a Super Bowl contender with Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers for sure. But I I don't know. I, 
I do know that Pat McAfee earlier today like tweeted out that they're going to have a, a huge guest or like a big guest. Rogers usually does the Tuesdays mm-hmm. with McAfee, like you said. I don't really consume a lot of their content, but I know that Aaron Rodgers talks about them or talks with them on Tuesdays. So that's my predicament slash prediction <laughs> is that I, I think he's going to announce his retirement. I just I think he's probably kind of fed up with the bullshit. And I do think I'm anti Rodgers. Uh, he's anti-vax. I'm anti-him. Uh, I think that he brings a lot of it on himself. And I even put out the tweet this morning of like he's probably going to go on McAfee and complain about like oh the media and everybody cancel culture starting rumors today that he might retire. It's like no, you put this shit out there. People are going to talk about it. I do. I do. Uh, was kind of laughing at the, this morning that it's funny how we looked at LeBron James over the weekend. It's like man, this guy can just capture the moment. Like. Make his name the focal point. Everyone talk about him. Like, way to go, LeBron. Like, I, I feel like I said that yesterday. Kind of my, echoed it from everyone else that was mentioning it. Aaron Rodgers did the same thing today. He's just like, okay, LeBron. You want to see how it's really done? Instagram post in the evening. I'm the topic Tuesday. Yeah. You got LeBron James Monday. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Who wants Wednesday? Why not Big Country Wednesday? In the, the Instagram post, it starts out with such a corny – Picture. Have you actually looked at the Instagram post? No, I, I didn't want to go Twitter. look at it. But it is weird, though. Like I, I even wonder if he was just drunk when he did it. It was eleven hours ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, so <laughs> he does like his whiskey. I think he says he does three fingers, like depth wise, against the glass. with so me three yeah. fingers of like neat whiskey. Yeah, gratitude is the wine for the soul. Go on, get drunk. Maybe he was drunk already. I mean, he starts out by thanking yeah, his I, ex-fiance. I that's what kind of got me with like hmm, this dude's leaving a lot of relationships in the past to go start another one. <laughs> it, it's just it is so weird. All of it is. The pictures are weird. The post is weird. I I wonder if he was just drunk. I've put out some bad tweets when I've been drunk. <laughs> He's gonna go on. Here's another prediction slash predicament. He's gonna go on put McAfee and be like, I fucked up. I got drunk last night. <laughs> Take me back, Shailene. <laughs> I hope it's I goes full Kanye just, West. Yeah, just bawling his eyes out. Like, I messed up. I love you, baby. Please take me back. I'll retire from football. Whatever you need me to do, I'm gonna do it. I'll be there for you. It's, it's such a weird, weird thing though. I can't wait to find out what happens. It's probably I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter tweeting about it. It's probably something, could be nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> it might end up being just nothing. Uh, he'll probably go on the McAfee show and be like, oh, I was just uh, giving appreciation to the people in my life. That's, that's it. That's and then awesome. the media members run away with it, saying that I might retire. And all I, just, I just think it's so funny how you can put one thing out there and everyone just makes all these assumptions about it. When yeah. Why can't it just be a simple post of gratitude? Right, that I'm drunk off of. I'm drunk on gratitude. Yeah. I'm a little hungover today, Pat. This gratitude got me fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we'll see what happens with him. Today is also an interesting day in the NFL because uh, the franchise tag window opens. Mm-hmm. And what is crazy is that you see guys uh, like a Jeremy Fowler with ESPN. I think that he was the one that put out the article of like, oh, here are the top 50 free agents. Here are the best landing spots, all that stuff. And then today, all the talk is, Oh, no, the Packers are going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. (laughs) So it's like what we talked about was last week. Yeah, it's cool to see, like, oh, this guy could be a free agent. This guy could. It's not going to (laughs) happen. I don't know why the Packers haven't already franchise tagged Devontae Adams. He doesn't have a contract. Tag his ass. You're not letting him walk. 
even even if you're going to trade him or move on from, I, I don't think you should move on from him. But if you trade right. him because he doesn't want to be there, and Rogers isn't this quarterback, well, you better at least make sure the guy has a contract no matter where he goes. Yeah, no one is going to be like, yeah, you know money. what? We're going to let you be a free agent. Thanks for your time here. Go ahead and go somewhere else. No, you're getting something. <laughs> Wasn't there a diff, like a change in rules with the franchise tag? Like you only do it like one or two years in a row, and then you have to use the how do they call it or word it? Or I should say, I think you can only be tagged twice, and then there it turns into like the first round conditional deal. I think you can. You're just a free agent. So two franchise tags and you're free. Uh huh. Damn, that still sucks with players on away. I think it sucks that you can do. You can be tagged twice. Yeah, tag I like one. the idea of one. That's one year. That team has one year to get their shit figured out. Where yeah. they either keep you and pay you, or you have to move on. Like it should be used as a like, man, we didn't get a contract worked out, but we want to get one. We're going to tag you, so you, you get another mm-hmm. year of being a very expensive paid player. Yep. And speaking of the franchise tag, Bob Fesco, who is a radio host in Kansas City on six ten, from a says from a source, the Chiefs will most likely be using the franchise tag on Orlando Brown. So looks like he will be staying in Kansas City as well. Thank God. But under the franchise tag. But back to Adams in this, I just I think it's one of those situations where you sit here and you look at it and go, eh, what is going to happen at Green Bay? If this is Aaron Rodgers saying goodbye in terms of retirement or wanting to go somewhere else, and Devontae Adams is franchise tagged, he's most likely going to say, I actually don't want to be here either. I don't want to have to waste any time with Jordan Love developing, learning the game. What is Devontae Adams like a sneaky 30 years old right now? I'm not sure how old he is. He's, he is sneaky older yeah but i mean still in his prime still playing very well but like you don't want to miss any years in that like you want an opportunity to go compete and play somewhere and be good and i think if you stay in green bay without Aaron Rodgers, i don't know how good your numbers are going to be you're still going to be a good player but your numbers aren't going to be as high anymore yeah you're probably going to see a dip i mean assuming but i mean you i don't want to say anything dip. too definitively because i remember when Favre left, and people are like, oh, fuck, Aaron Rodgers. This team's going to suck again. No, they didn't. <laughs> they were actually fine. Uh, Devontae Adams just turned 29. So, I mean, yeah, he's – which is – it sounds young. It is – it's sneaky old for a receiver. You start getting closer and closer to 30, usually you are going to see a little bit of a dip at every position regardless. So what's going to happen with him? <clears throat> I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Packers can't afford him, can't afford Salary cap's not real, so don't come at me with that. They will make it happen, especially if you know Rodgers retires and you take his numbers off the books. Anything is possible. I Again, I always go back to the New Orleans Saints. They were $90 million above the cap, <laughs> and they played last year. With most of their players, notable players on their roster, so don't tell me that a team can't resign X player or that there's not money for this player. I get it in free agency. Sometimes it's kind of hard to bring in new players. I don't know how they make the shit work, but it works, and you can re-sign. You could re-sign Devontae Adams and probably clear cap space. I don't know how it happens, but I've seen it, I've seen it <laughs> numerous times. So I, I do think the Packers could bring him back. And if not, you're, you're going to tag him anyway because you want to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that control to get rid of him and, and sign a trade or just something with the franchise tag with him. So that <clears throat> the franchise tag window does open today. And there are a lot of names, a lot of big free agent names, as there usually are. But it does kind of feel like this class is heavier than most, or heavier than you know past years have been. And you know, even mentioning guys like Orlando Brown, what's going to happen with him? 
And you know, Jarvis Landry was on Twitter earlier today talking about how he wants to stay in Cleveland. Uh, one of two in a thread, but it ended up being three. <laughs> right. Counting's hard. One of two, two of three, three of three. Yeah, <laughs> it was close. But uh, we'll see what happens with all these guys. There's going to be a lot of movement. Uh, another you know, player whose name is out there is Deshaun Watson and what's going to happen with him. And I will tell you, I tried to do my research on this one this morning. <laughs> I, I tried to read about what is happening legally with Deshaun Watson. And I now remember why lawyers are play, paid so much. It is mind-numbing to read this stuff. I, mean, I, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Was there a lot of updates or anything? Because I think yeah, it's that, like, like last actual court. night or yesterday they decided that Deshaun Watson could be questioned in a deposition. Uh, and that by April 1st, he is probably going to be – that will be like the date to where he will be charged or will not be charged criminally. And his lawyer – look at me breaking down the law, Mellow Esquire. Um, that his lawyer filed a motion to extend his deposition until April 1st, which is that, – uh, that part I did find very interesting. Why is his lawyer trying to extend things? I don't know if they're trying to get a deal worked out with – some of these civil cases where it's settled out of court, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I don't. Again, yeah, I watched Law and Order, but I'm not a lawyer. So, I mean, I'm sure in terms of extending, it's just you can maybe possibly find out more information, or you're waiting on information to kind of come through and get figured right. out, or you're ultimately trying to d- decide within your own, you know, group of like, how are we going to handle this? Do you just kind of want to pay everything out of court, or are you sure that you're in the clear? Oh, you're not anymore. Well, cool. Your money's price about tags about to go up, and you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like that's the situation he's in. Is it he either pays it out of court or he's gonna get in trouble? Probably. I don't really know what's happening there, but I know that uh, even yesterday, Lance Zerling, who works for NFL.com, writes a lot of their scouting reports, but also has a radio show in Houston, uh, was tweeting about how Watson's going to get traded, Laramie Tunsil's going to get traded, and probably Brandon Cook's going to get traded from Houston as well. And I, I think of, with the Deshaun Watson thing, as we saw at the trade deadline, nobody's going to want to make a deal with him or for him until the lawsuits are settled. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, kind of looking back to last year, he probably should have settled this stuff out of court. I know that it probably looks bad on his name. He's... He's going to have that tied to him for the rest of his life regardless. Yeah. Even if he comes out and he is proven innocent, this is going to be tied to his name for the rest of his life. Maybe he should have just settled it out of court and moved on and got back on the field last year and moved on from all this stuff because now we're dragging it out to another year, dragging it out till April. Like I don't know when it's going to get settled. But if I'm an NFL team, I would not trade for Deshaun Watson unless I had some big stipulations in that contract of like he has to play – X amount of games. Like if he doesn't play any games, I'm not giving you any draft picks. Yeah, and you can't do that, can't you? You can't alter it that way? Yeah, I mean, the the Colts and the the Eagles made that trade for Carson Wentz, and it was like if he plays X number 75% of games. 75% of the games or whatnot or makes a playoffs. Yeah, it'll be a first-round pick. I don't know that I've ever seen a player get traded and be like, hey, if he doesn't play any games for us, we're not giving you anything. Or, you know, maybe we'll only give you a, a fifth-round pick or, or something like that. But yeah. I wouldn't do it. I mean, there's still a very good chance that Deshaun Watson never plays football again. I mean, you're absolutely right on that. What are the Texans going to expect back? I mean, probably a good first-round pick. 
more Adam than that. I mean, there's still. I mean, I think the the price tag stays the same for Watson. It's just more of like that's your guys' PR hit, not ours. Like we still want right. the freaking house for it. I mean, at one point last year, I think it was about a year ago, all this stuff happened, and he requested his trade. Mm-hmm. We were looking at like we were talking about five first round picks. Yeah, and then it went down to three first-round picks and two good defensive players. Right. And it was like, oh, actually, this dude's freaking weirdo in the massage room. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't know what the price tag is now. If it's if it keeps dropping and they're like, yeah, just... I feel like right now it would probably be three first-rounders, a, a second-rounder, or players. Or, and players. I, th- I This dude's going to... This would be the biggest trade in NFL history, wouldn't it? I mean, this is like a franchise quarterback. Ignore everything off the field right now and focus on Watson as a football player. Yeah, Don't mean that to be morally incorrect or anything like that. This, he's a weirdo off the field. We understand that now. Like As a football player on the field and a quarterback, this guy was a franchise guy for the Houston Texans. You are now moving on from that franchise quarterback and giving it to another one. Right. So he's like, still young. Yeah, very much so. Still on his like, what, first contract that he just got to? Uh, no, he's on his, yeah, his second contract, his extension. Yes, uh, so he's going to be making a lot more money, but now he's still, he's only 26 years old, young in the league still. I, I thought when he was still playing, he was one of the he's top five quarterback. If he's active, yeah, he's the top five quarterback. 100. percent And another thing that you know I mentioned earlier in the show with when I said the Steelers, you know, would probably be in the running for Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Let's not forget that Brian Flores wanted Watson in Miami. That was kind of part of the reason why he got fired because Miami was like, actually, we want to stay with Tua. Yeah. And you're not willing to lose so we can get better draft picks, you're getting canned. Yeah. And now, now he's in Pittsburgh on a right. very low role, but that relationship with Watson is probably still there. So if you're Mike Tomlin, it's like, hey, huh, we're probably going to overpay you as a linebacker's coach, but come on down and help us get Deshaun if his name is clear. Oh, for sure. Or, you know, the Dolphins were making moves to maybe even try to get him if it wasn't cleared. But I, I do think that you, if I were an NFL team, I think you got to settle this stuff legally first, whether it's mm-hmm. out of court or whatever. And that's why I do think that kicking the can down the road to April 1st, I'm not a lawyer. Maybe there's a really good reason to do it, but it seems a little weird to just keep extending it. How quickly do you think he's traded if his name is cleared for in court? Uh, within the month, within a month of him being. I'd say like a week. Nah, because I, I think that there's going to be so much negotiation of like, okay, his name's cleared. You thought you could get him for two first, now we want five. Or whatever it is. Oh, I'm think I'm saying it in the terms of like there's probably already a negotiation going on. Probably so. Yeah. But I, I think that it will extend because once his name is cleared, more teams are interested. Right now that his name's not cleared, you've got like two teams that are like, Yeah, maybe we'll take a risk on him and we're talking. As soon as his name's cleared, now like you're seven. getting teams. <laughs> the Broncos are interested. Here come the New York Giants. Right, the yeah. New York Giants. Like everybody becomes interested. That's why I think, like, within a month's time, yeah, probably. And that's assuming that the Texans are like, yeah, we will trade you. Because if his name is cleared, they might be like, you know what? Actually, we're gonna keep you. You remember that contract you signed a couple years ago? Mm. Yeah, you play for us, or you play for no one. <laughs> so I do think it would take some time. Yeah, for him to be traded. I, I kind of hope that it happens. I want to see him get away from Houston. Uh, you know, the Laramie Tunsil stuff, too. I <clears throat> I saw the tweet the other day, like a lot of people did. Bengals Twitter is all over it. Everybody wants Tunsil to the Bengals. And I think it does make a lot of sense. Really? And with the where they're picking, maybe you give up that first-round pick. You get a marquee left tackle. 
It might make sense. You still have Burrow yeah. on a rookie contract, so you can kind of pay a left tackle some money. And you're about to probably franchise tag Jesse Bates, and you're not really paying anybody else. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Right. I, way to I go, think Twitter. Do what? I said, way to go, Twitter. Yeah. Well, I, I also think that this is every fan base. I know I make fun of the Chiefs Twitter a lot for it, of like tying their name to every free agent. That's the Bengals in every offensive lineman. Oh, you're an offensive lineman? <laughs> Let's work out a scenario to where you are now on. Oh, we have to settle for Riley Reef. Awesome. I think they've worked out scenarios where they draft Evan Neal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, we just trade this guy, this guy, that pick, that pick. We're right there. We're sitting at number two now. <laughs> it, so, But it, it would be nice to see Laramie Tunsil go to a competitive team, and I think it does, it's a good fit for the Bengals. They desperately need offensive line. For and sure. Laramie Tunsil, one of the best left tackles in the league. And if the Texans are going to trade him, I actually I like the fact that they are. Why hold on to him? Yeah, you are you're completely rebuilding in Houston. I can't believe that there's still a market for Brandon Cooks. That's what I was wondering. Like, where's that guy going to go? I don't. I don't know. Like, you talk about someone just disappearing. That was Brandon Cooks. Granted, I know it's because of concussions, but I remember watching him in the Super Bowl do that little dance where it's like, "Oh, run between the cones!" Oh my God, the Super Bowl, dude's done. He had a sneaky thousand yard season last year. What? <laughs> No one else to throw to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He had 90 catches for just over 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. He's 28 years old. I thought he was definitely older than that. He's been in the league since he was 21. He's been in the league for a minute, but, yeah. I mean, you the know, Raiders are just like, him. hell he's, yeah. He's had a 1,000-yard season every year except for two years. His rookie year, when he only played 10 games, and then – um, his last year with the Rams, he played 14 games, mm-hmm. but also like clearly never really got things going there with the Rams. So he's, he's had a sneaky good yeah. career. I'll tell you what, I'll poke fun at our own team. He's had a much better year, or sorry, career than Josh Gordon at, in his night close. <laughs> 100%. Not even close. I've still <laughs> seen cheat. I just remind our listeners, I am a Chiefs fan. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Twitter is one of the worst ones. It I've has gotten seen, brutal lately. I, I mean, just brutal. Still being like, oh, man, like, once he gets healthy, Josh Gordon next year, going to go off. Don't need a wide receiver, too, because we have Josh Gordon. What? Send He's those a healthy to scratch. Me. Send those to me, yes. <laughs> he wasn't even injured. God. It was a healthy scratch, no we're good. We, we got to we got to be realistic Robinson. fans, guys. Like Josh Gordon, well, we credit due to being excited about it. I told myself I wasn't going to, and then I saw him in the uniform at practice and realized how big he was again. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be spectacular. He's, no, he wasn't. Yeah. Didn't do anything. He had one touchdown reception where they were like, okay, yeah, let's have Josh Allen or excuse me, let's have Josh Gordon be the one that catches this pass because it could have been any of them that scored on that play. Probably so. So a lot just, of a lot of movement going to happen in the NFL, though, and you know, like I, we've mentioned already, a couple guys: Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Laramie Tunsil. Uh, but there's also talk of maybe guys that are going to stick around, and that is Steelers GM Kevin Colbert making some comments about Mason Rudolph. I do think people are maybe reading a little bit too far into this one because he did say if the season started today, Mason Rudolph was our starter. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's either him or. 
Dwayne Haskins. However, I would like to point out because a couple of weeks ago I made a tweet and people were like, no, it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. Because I said Mason Rudolph would be the starter. There's confirmation from the outgoing GM. That Why is there anybody still supporting Dwayne Haskins? I, there's a lot of potential there, I guess, because, you know, he was the, the what, number 15 pick overall in the draft. He's yeah, by Washington. Washington can't draft a fucking quarterback. Yeah, uh, except for uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh, they can't keep a quarterback <laughs> yeah. that they drafted. Right. I, I think a lot of people, it's similar to the Josh Gordon thing of people buying into the pedent, potential or yeah. the hype around it, but Dwayne Haskins has not been good on the field. There's a reason why he's already on his second team. And hasn't been in the league for I mean, what four years now? Already on three. This will be his, is this wow? Is it really already been four years? I think for so. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, this will this will be year four. Holy smokes! Yeah, because he was drafted in 2018, played that season 2019, 2020. Ooh, it'll be year five for him. Surely not. There's no it's way it's 2018. Really? I'm pretty sure he was the 18 draft. No, that was Baker Mayfield's year. He was 19. Okay. Whew. I skipped a year. So this is year three, then? He has played three years. He's going into his fourth season. Two with the Washington team, one with the Steelers. And I would assume that they still keep him. I guess you're maybe paying him as a backup. It was kind of interesting reading Kevin Colbert's comments because he did make comments of, like, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph went 5-4-1 as a starter. That's a winning record. I don't think that that's where their focus should be. I think they should add another quarterback. I also feel like the Steelers know that, but they're confident mm-hmm. going into the season with Mason Rudolph as their backup. If if I'm a Steelers fan, I do not want to go draft a quarterback from this class. I want to go find somebody. Even if you have to do like a filler year with Jimmy Garoppolo, don't pay him a lot, just a one-year deal. If you can't find a way to land Rodgers, if he does in fact retire today like you are predicting – or you can't get Deshaun Watson due to you know the off-field issues in court. Outside of those two, I don't really know who you can go get as a quarterback that makes you a Super Bowl contender through the AFC. But if you get one of those two guys, you automatically are in my mind. Who is your second guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, and who? It, I'm just saying Jimmy Garoppolo is a one-year guy. If you can't find a way to land Rodgers or Watson, oh yeah, do a one-year deal with Garoppolo. Yeah, the cra- but with Garoppolo, he's still under contract for next season. So, yeah. so the, I mean, unless the 49ers cut him, which I'm not sure what his contract looks like. If he gets well, could cut. you give up a second? Would a second do it? God, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it would. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I say that, but, like, I, you know what? I probably would. Because I'm with you. I probably wouldn't draft a quarterback either. I think that the Steelers, they're not in, like, a rebuild, rebuild or retool. Rebuild. Mobile. Uh, they're right I... there. They, they're contending for the AFC. Or at least that's their mindset is that they want to. So would you give up a second for Jimmy Garoppolo to come in and kind of manage your team? Yeah, probably. Jimmy Garoppolo probably better than what we had with Ben Roethlisberger last year. 100% in my mind. <clears throat> so maybe you do, but, I mean, he is on contract. His cap hits like 26 mil. Uh, but, again, it, maybe they cut him, maybe they trade him. I'm not f- real familiar with his guarantees or anything like that. But uh, the 49ers want to get rid of him. As well, it's kind of crazy that he's kind of becoming the the top, like realistic option for teams like Rogers, Watson, Wilson. Those are like the dreams that probably won't even become available. But Jimmy Garoppolo is like, yeah, we could go get him. 
Mm-hmm. I think another name to watch for is Kirk Cousins with the Minnesota Vikings, new GM, new head coach. They might just be like, yeah, we actually don't want Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Let's trade him. And then, you know, a team like the Steelers might love to have Kirk Cousins on their roster. Yeah, that is another one. I feel, I mean, the issue with Kirk Cousins, though, is like everywhere or anywhere he goes, he's going to want that fully guaranteed deal. Oh, yeah. I don't know why more players don't do that, by the way. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than Jimmy Garoppolo, though. Yeah, I think I would, too. It kind of hurts to say for some reason, but because I've just been such a hater on Kirk Cousins. You're just not going to get a lot of those big mistakes or bad throws from Kirk Cousins. I and I know you're not going to get the good ones either. Yeah. He just he almost feels like the safer option. He's got 1 year left on his deal and his cap hit is 45 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Fully guaranteed, dude. But again, we saw Carson Wentz get traded last offseason. So, yeah, Car- uh, Kirk Cousins, he could be traded and <laughs> I I think there's maybe even a little bit of motivation from Minnesota now to be like, yeah, lame duck year, we're not bringing him back. Probably not going to franchise tag him. He's 34 years old. Probably move on from a guy like this. Yeah. So he could be another name to watch as the NFL offseason really Cousins starts. Kirk Cousins 34? He's, yeah, he's going to be 34. I did not know he was that old. Not well, saying that that's sit. old, but I... Right, he had to sit behind Robert Griffin for a while. That is true. Holy smokes. Yep, so he kind of got a little bit of a late start. Even he, much more props like to a, him then on getting those fully guaranteed contract deals then. Oh yeah, with the Vikings, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not messing around. Forty-five million hitting the bank this year for him. Good, good on him because if it weren't fully guaranteed, his ass would be cut probably already. One hundred percent. We're ready to move in another direction. Yeah, appreciate what Kirk did for the franchise in the years here, but uh, you're done. Yeah, uh, probably so. But I mean, those are the, some of the names to watch. Uh, the NFL. It felt like it took like a day off yesterday, and then it was like, okay. Everybody talk about Juwan Howard, but now we're back, <laughs> and here's all the news. Or it's like everybody took off the weekend. I'm like, oh, there's no football on. All the journalists, all the reporters take a weekend off, and then on Monday, let's start talking to each other again. And let's we'll let NBA All-Star have their moment. They can <laughs> let the All-Stars kind of do their thing, the All-NBA 75, whatever, yada, yada, yada. We're back. Monday, Aaron Rodgers sent something out tonight, please. Will be the face of everything on Tuesday. Right, yeah, exactly. Says, you got it. Hey, let's get to some of our great sponsors and then a little bit more NFL talk. Our first one, as always, Miners and Monroe. Go visit them in Pittsburgh, Kansas. They've got a shop there for our local listeners, or you can find them online at minersandmonroe.com. Use the code MikeUp10. Save yourself 10% off at checkout. All kinds of great items in there from shirts, shoes, hats, apothecary goods. They've got some tattoo balm, some beard oil, all kinds of great stuff at Miners and Monroe. And again, use the code MikeUp10 and save yourself 10% off at checkout. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auction to every single week, which is fantastic. And the other best part about Gunspot is the fact that there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout. So you don't even have to worry about that when, like you would with other sites if you're purchasing guns or ammo. But Again, with Gunspot, be sure to visit them at Gunspot.com. And it's not a matter of if. It doesn't matter when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family with Gunspot.com. All right, let's stick with the NFL. But um, some player movement we've been talking about. 
But the NFL Combine was something that we talked about yesterday, how we're going to see a bunch of players probably boycott was the term that they were using. And that ended very abruptly. Like, it lasted a weekend. I think I saw somebody tweet out that the NFL Combine boycott lasted from February 19th to February 21st. And the NFL comes out and says, nope, we're sorry. We're not going to make all these players do this. And like we talked about yesterday, I think this is the NFL just trying to maybe control a little bit too much and trying to control players that they can't. They can really just set all the rules for the Combine, and they've never had any pushback. Now they're starting to get a little pushback, which is nice. I mean, we talked about it. It's it's a very grueling experience for all of these players. I've never heard of a player be like, yeah, I loved the Combine. It was a, a fun <laughs> time for us to go and work out and interview with these teams. No. Everyone says how much they hate it, how stressful it is, how the timing of it is stupid. Every player hates the Combine. We all love it. But now the NFL going to relax some of their bubble restrictions and allow a lot more of these trainers and coaches and agents to be with their players, which I do think is great. And if you want to restrict where they're able to go, like I still think that's pretty stupid. Uh, just let them, let them be players. Do this thing as normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's more of a PR thing, I think, than anything else. But that is over. We're going to get a normal – NFL Combine, which is great because, honestly, yesterday I was thinking about how much it would suck to not have all these quarterbacks there. I mean, it Definitely that would for sure. I did see that the NFL, the one thing that the Combine didn't kind of push back on or allow push back on was the bench press being moved to a different day. So they're going to do all their workouts and bench on the same day. So we're probably going to see a lot of guys opt out of that this year. It's such a – I also don't really understand why that's still an issue or, like, right. still – a drill or a workout or anything. Like it's do. cool to see, but it, the only thing that it shows you is that a guy's been working on his bench press. Oh, seriously. Yeah. There's no direct correlation between like, Oh man, this player is strong and his bench press is good. Orlando Brown, another guy that we talked about historically bad bench press. Guess what? Still a big ass mauler on the offensive line. Yeah. Nobody's like, Hey, what's up? 13 reps. No, you're laying on your back because he's a massive human being. And so I don't – It's only, they only do the bench press because it's still cool to see guys do it. Other than that, it has – no one cares. Nobody's dropping their draft status because of bench press. It's like people look at it for the NFL guys like, okay, now you go do 225. And it's like, oh, I can do about five times. It's like, cool, I did it ten more times. You know, I'm a receiver. Suck it. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, cool, like, whatever. We were watching like a ripped out running back do it. And it's like, oh, man, you got – 28 reps, yeah. and you weigh 210 pounds. And your arms are also short as shit, so good And then for you, you see, yeah, a left tackle do it or an edge rusher do it, and you're like, man, you only got 22 reps? It's a cool it's a cool exercise. Yeah. I know that, like, every high school kid is like, how much you bench? Like, but it doesn't matter. It's not even – I wish that message would have been sent to our school. It was like when the moment you started lifting weights, like, what can you bench? Like, like, like 100 pounds? Dude, I had 100 pounds last week. I'm at 105 now. Like, man, look at you go, bub. Right? Yeah. It is. It's a weird workout that people use to compare. But, like, if you really want to, like, do it, like, what's your squat? But yeah. at the same time, if the combine asked me to do a squat max, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not I freaking hated squats. Or, like, deadlift would be a good one, but I wouldn't do that workout. I would not go max on deadlift 
and then have to do any other kind of testing. Yeah, I just I watched a buddy hurt himself doing squats, so I was always worried that like I was going to do the same thing. And it's always like you got to keep your back straight, you got to keep your knee like don't let your knees go in, yada yada. And there's all this stuff that you're worried about. It's like I can't even do the freaking lift. So where I'm going to one break my back or the two my legs are going to snap. Is unracking the bar and then taking a couple steps backwards. Yeah, if I lose my balance, uh, I'm toast. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like like the safety squat stuff now. Yeah, we didn't have that when I was growing up. It was like, all right, unrack the bar. You're going to do a one rep max on squat, but first, you got to take like three steps backward. Make sure you find the box that you're supposed to. You make sure your ass gets close to or whatever. Yep. Terrifying experience. Hated every bit of it. But I, that's another just outdated one. I don't know why we're lifting weights at the combine. <laughs> There's maybe the one time you're not lifting weights. It's like just go run and move. Let's see how fluid you are and what you're supposed to be doing on the field. Right. Some of that other stuff. I, you know, I think the gauntlet. Drill is still a great one. I love watching guys do it. I don't even know like how good it is. That's another one that I like to watch. That drill is difficult. Oh, yeah. Because it relies on how straight can you run. Can you run in a straight line while looking side to side? That's difficult. And two, are the quarterbacks actually throwing the ball directly in front of you, or are they well, throwing them at you? I can guarantee they're, that's they're a not difference. worried about that at the NFL combine. <laughs> well, probably not, but I had to. I told my friend, throw it in front of me to lead me. Straight off the line, fucker throws it at my knees. It's like, all right, dude, you're done. Don't know why I invited you anyways. That was the big country combine last year. So who would you say out of last year had the best throw to you? Probably you to start. Yep, that's what I thought. That's what I wanted to hear. It was the uh, first time. <laughs> yeah. But we actually worked on that too, though. So I was like, okay, hey, that's how it needs to be. Everyone else, I was just like, okay, throw in front. Like, let me run into the throw. Zips it right at me. It's you like, get a dude, lot I'm of not guys. even – Huh? Anytime they have to try to throw something, they're like, hey, let me show you how hard I can throw this. Yes, and I, I <laughs> specifically told every single one of them beforehand, do not throw this as hard as you can. That is not the point because you're not going to throw it accurate because, one, you are an accurate quarterback to begin with. This is one of my best friends, so I know he's going to listen to this and hear it. This is not me. No. By the way, yeah. no one has ever accused His me of being a hardo. His name is Tucker. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Huh? No one has ever accused me of being a hardo. I'm not that guy that's like, hey, I'm going to zip this ball in there as hard as I can. Well, so the thing was, is like, be like, oh, look, he can throw a ball hard. He's yeah. not a hardo either, and that was the thing. But it's like Matt was standing right next to him, and I know Matt was like, hey, like, go ahead and zip this one in there. And Tucker's like, oh, okay. So it was more like, let's let's try and roast Austin here, make him look bad. Instead, <laughs> you throw a ball at my knees after I come out of the sprint. Oh, and I was dead. What was the drill that really killed me? All of them. Well, duh. Uh, I don't know. The shuttles. The shuttles. Oh, the long shuttle? Yes. That's such a stupid drill, too, by the way. What's the point of that one? I didn't even know that was a drill. 60 yards downfield? Yeah, stamina, change of direction. Long play. I don't think it was the shuttle, then, because the shuttle side to side, where you go, like, right across, and then you go back to the middle. Uh Uh-huh. There was one, it was like almost like a suicide, where I had to run up 10 yards, come back, go to 20, come back, go to 60, come back. I don't remember. It took forever. There's That's what killed me. There's a short shuttle and a long shuttle. I don't think it was a shuttle, dog. The three cone is a tough one. But that one about snapped my fucking ankles. The Holy one, the one you're shit. describing is the long shuttle. That long shuttle killed me then. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to finish. I just I 
Did I start at the five and go to the end zone and then go to the 20 and then come back? I mean, I don't know what I ate last time. Like, no. you're asking me to remember stuff you did a year ago. I'm I struggled, not though. Not <laughs> I, doing it again. Don't worry about it. I Just am a Mr. 40. Short-Term Memory. Like, I throw an interception, no problem, Coach. I'll make that same throw again. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Interception again. Huh, why'd that happen? <laughs> They're in the same freaking coverage. <laughs> yeah, but they are tough. But I those shuttle drills, the three-cone, I think that's where you can really find out who's an athlete. The problem yeah. with the combine, though, is some of these guys are really good at football. Not an athlete, though. Yeah. I felt like my three cone wasn't that bad. I I expected it to be a lot worse. Uh, like DK Metcalf, everybody was like, "Oh, yeah. I can't change directions." I'm not a change of direction guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a get out of my way, motherfucker. Yeah, kind of guy. <laughs> Layup. <Right? laughs> and you know, speaking of the NFL, uh, they also partnered with the XFL, or they are partnering with the XFL on some things, and I love it. I, do I I've been a hater of every spring league that has ever happened. And I've talked about the XFL and how it's stupid, how it probably won't even last a season. I'm changing my tune. What's the new one? The USFL that starts in like a couple weeks? I bet they're like, son of a bitch. Unless they partner with the XFL and create some kind of Super Bowl, that's not going to be good. Either. It's not like, no. I, I would be very surprised if they make it through one season. Yeah. So congratulations to The Rock, uh, Dwayne The yep. Rock Johnson. I think that assuming he's in charge of this, it was a good idea because the XFL is going to partner with the NFL to where they can test out some new rules and equipment. Develop officials. In the XFL. And I I do think that is smart. And also, um, I'm assuming if there's a partnering there, there's some money being kicked down to the XFL. Like, hey, now we're partners. Here's a couple million dollars for this and that. You kind of need that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of teams or a lot of leagues have failed because <clears throat> they thought they were going to go up against Goliath and uh, try to compete with the NFL. That's not going to happen. And it's it's very difficult to be successful in these spring leagues. We haven't seen one do it yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get that with the XFL. Maybe they'll bring in some of these guys. And, you know, if you're maybe close to making a roster, you go and you play in the XFL and you can showcase, like, yeah, I, I belong in the NFL, you know, uh, Heineke with the uh, Washington Commanders. He was a guy that was able to do it. Maybe we see more of that. Or you, know, Greg Ward, who was in the, one of those leagues. I think he was guys like, I don't think you're going to get any superstars. But you can get guys that can come in and contribute or at least make an NFL roster because teams are going to get a look at you against other competition in the spring. And then you're going to have that opportunity maybe in the summer to land on an NFL practice squad or something like that. What's going to be really interesting is some of these guys that could be drafted in like the sixth or seventh round of the NFL go, actually, I'm going to go to the XFL, make some money here, and then just prove, yeah, I can't make it here. Now I'm going to go to the NFL. I don't think we'll see it with anybody drafted. I think you're you gonna, guys in like the sixth or seventh? I don't think you're making more money in the XFL than you're going to in the NFL. As a sixth or seventh rounder? No. Those guys aren't making like hardly anything, right? couple hundred thousand dollars a year. $400,000. For real? <laughs> yeah, you ain't making that in the XFL. No, sir. N- no one will ever turn down the NFL for the XFL. <laughs> I will tell you that much. Um, players might return Shut to college because they can make a couple million instead of being a sixth round draft. Bro, if you get 
if players selected in the sixth round get a salary ranging from six hundred up, yeah, the lowest amount is six hundred sixty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, sheesh, right? That's why even these bottom of the roster dudes still live in a pretty good life. They're still, you know, they're on vacation on yachts right now. They're making very good money. <laughs> and you know, some of them signing like four-year deals. That's a sixth rounder minimum contract, six hundred thousand. That's good. You're a one percenter at that point. Yeah, that's good money if you can get it. No one's turning down the NFL for that. And the seventh rounder is just thirty thousand dollars less than that. Yeah, ah, uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Undrafted free agents the same. I do think you're going to have some undrafted guys. They're like, okay. I'm going to have to go this route uh, because the way that the NFL works is you'll get guys that are undrafted and some of them are those priority free agents to where they sign with kind of the team of their choice. And then there's other guys that will catch on with a practice squad or something like that. Um, I, I almost would like to see the XFL partner with the NFL and be like, all right, we drafted you or signed you as an undrafted free agent. Now go play in this league. Which is going to be very tough because it's going to be a spring league, yeah, but almost like, like a minor league system. Yeah. Of hey, you're you're not quite ready, but you're on our practice squad. Play in this, get a couple more reps. Well, in probably, the XFL, you're probably rookie, but maybe in your second year. In the XFL, you're probably playing like six or seven games. Yeah, it's not. Gonna so be make it a rule where you come in the NFL. It's like you can only play if you're if you're going to make the transition from the XFL and be called up to the NFL. You can only play a max of six games or seven games. So you're playing 14 games in a year through both leagues. Yeah, which is a lot. It very much is. But if you make it, then you're on an NFL roster. Yeah, and and the, you're probably making a million dollars that year. Sign me dream. up. Maybe you should try out for an XFL team. Anybody need a long snapper, Bob? <laughs> is that what you would do? I want, I'd be a long snapper and hype man on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a pregame announcer. I'll call out the team. Uh, you know, we talked about like some minor league stuff, and baseball did make some news yesterday. It had a little bit of progress, actually, to where Major League Baseball side of things, the owners, are starting to give up on some of the things that they wanted, which I think is weird. Now, let me <laughs> explain myself here. I am a very huge pessimist on everything except for baseball. For some reason, I'm a baseball Optimist. So when I heard that there was progress yesterday, I got very excited about it. Baseball is the only thing that does that to me. And so I am. They're going to meet again today. I'm optimistic that this is going to get done before February 28th. I might be crazy. I'm not actually high, but. You think this gets high. done in six days? Maybe. It took two months to get to this point, and you think six days are going to be like, got it. Yes. My reason why is because I think that this is what they've been waiting for all along. It's like, hey, we're going to push this thing, push this thing as far as we can and see what each side will give up on. Now they're like, we really actually have to negotiate. Like Now is crunch time. We can't be playing these stupid games anymore. It is like, what are you willing to give up on? Okay, drop that. We don't need that anymore. What is something you're firm on? Even with like a – we're going to get a draft lottery in Major League Baseball to Damn. where – uh, the Players Association, one of the top eight picks to be a draft lottery. And Major League Baseball, the owners, wanted the top three picks. Yesterday, they were like, hey, what about the top four picks? 
It's like that's progress. There's, yeah. there's a little bit going on there. So I am. I'm very optimistic about it. And we talked about last week, Major League Baseball wanted to be able to control the number of playing jobs for minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. They gave up on that one completely, too. So there's progress. Woo. Optimism. Progress on allowing the minor league players to stay the same and a draft lottery. Uh-huh. What about the pay? We're just ignoring all that? No, there's, I mean, it's on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, we, we still have until what? Like next Monday is the deadline. February 28th is the deadline for this to happen. They've got meetings scheduled for the rest of the week. I'm hoping that later today, it's usually like 2 o'clock, Jeff Passan's going to go on some tweet of like, hey, he's, a, he's a pessimist about baseball. He's always has, he always has been. Which I can respect it. I'm a pessimist on other things. But he'll always be like, yeah, there was progress today, but it's still not good. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Jeff. Said <laughs> there was progress. That is good. And all respect to Jeff Passan. I lo- he does great work. He does. And I understand his pessimism. <laughs> but I, I'm also very excited about when this happens and what is next. So if they do get this done and – Opening day stays March 31st. Between February 28th and March 31st, there are so many free agents that are going to have to sign that it's going to be like chaos. Guys like Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, Clayton Kershaw is a free agent. There's so many big names where it's like, yeah, actually you might have a new team. And I'm sure that there are a lot of backdoor negotiations going on there to where as soon as the lockout is over, Freddie Freeman will probably announce a new like five-year deal with the Braves. Oh, it's like NFL free agency. As soon as it starts, it's like this guy signed like a six-year deal. It's like, dude, it just opened up two minutes ago. What do you mean? Yeah, you guys are so fast at negotiating. <laughs> like, how did all of Scott Boris's players already have a deal in place? So weird. He's been busy on the phone, I guess. But I, I'm excited about it. I, I want baseball to happen on time. So this is my one time to be the optimist of like it's going to happen. I hope I hope it happens for you because I want I want to see you be happy. <laughs> Thank and if and that's, that's baseball coming out of a shitty lockout, then so be it. Like my favorite sports, if I had to rank them, would be football, basketball, baseball. But <laughs> that's your rank. I feel like you love base. I feel like you are a baseball guy, and you just put them on the bottom. The I'm th- actually stunned with that. I was oh. waiting for you to go. Football, but well, like one C is baseball than basketball. Because if I have to rank my fandom, the Royals are my favorite team out of all my teams. Yeah, for sure. That I'm most passionate about. And then it would be bandwagon Chiefs. Not not to be disrespectful. You're very no. They would be lower. Then it's Texas, Texas football. Okay. And then there's a very big gap, honestly. And then there's the Chiefs. What's the gap for? Because I, if being real, I don't really care when the Chiefs lose. <laughs> Going back to the AFC Championship game is like, oh, don't, damn, they don't just even lost. say you weren't even like, sad. That ah, don't care. Moving on. Another round of drinks. We're fine. I don't. I don't. <sighs> I really like to celebrate their wins. I am a bandwagon Chiefs fan. But even in being so, you weren't like the. They lose in overtime. Patch Mahomes last throw of the season interception. And you're just like. Psh. Another round of drinks. Yes. All right. And another great thing about uh, the Royals is I know they're going to suck. I go into every season with no expectations of them being good. (laughs) 
Like, so last year we that is right because last year we were I think both of us were like oh shit I did go into with some, they're back yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they played really well for a while and then then they did not but I just enjoyed going to the games probably more than anything I enjoy going to Chiefs games too but I I won't pretend to be like the guy that's super upset maybe yeah. that's I hate seeing people in our area be like. I'm super upset that the Chiefs lost. I'm like, you didn't even know they had a fucking team four years ago. <laughs> yeah, so that's let's fair. stop crying about, oh, the Chiefs lost. I'm so sad. I just get quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, like I You've just, been a I, fan your whole life. Yeah, I just try to process like what the fuck I just watched and what went wrong. In 30 it's like, years? like, oh, if they, you know, Butker makes the freaking field goal in the second quarter, probably don't lose this football game. In 30 years, maybe I'll be there. It's where like, it actually upsets <laughs> me. Texas football, it upsets Why me. Why did you say 30 years? That's how long you've been a Chiefs fan. I figured that's where you're going with that joke. So I just want to reiterate because I feel like we do have new fans and listeners of the show. One, appreciate you. Two, thanks for listening in the Colin app. Colin is the future. The future is now the Colin app. I love that. Came up with it. Very what proud of it. But in saying all that, I am not 30 years old. I am 26. <laughs> uh, allegedly. I'm still waiting to see a birth certificate. It's. I, I'm glad you said that. After this show, I'll bring it to you. I, it's in my little handy-dandy hiding place. <laughs> Glove box in my car because I, I forgot like, to take your it out. Wallet, <laughs> a desk drawer. Uh, but I am excited about the progress being made in baseball. Hopefully, we get more updates for it uh, today. I would love to do some tailgating at Royals games. I know that we have some fans locally in Kansas City and people that like to travel. I still think that, again, a little bit of an optimist, Kauffman Stadium is one of the best stadiums in baseball. I've only been to like three of them, but. <laughs> It's number one. <laughs> what? Are, not to get way off topic here. Just quick, short answer for me. What do you want a downtown baseball park or no? I don't. I don't care. Okay. I think tailgating is really fun at Kaufman, but at the same time, I recognize the big difference between tailgating for Arrowhead and and Kaufman for Chiefs versus Royals. My thing with this is the difference in weather. There's difference tailgating when it's sixty degrees outside for a football game. There's a difference when it's 103 in oh, the no. summer in a massive parking lot at yeah. Kaufman. And that's why a lot of people are very anti, like, oh, I want to continue to tailgate there and do that. But you're right. I've tried to tailgate in you know, June, July, August, and it's miserable. Mm-hmm. So where there was one time we partnered with Boulevard and we're doing a tailgate, and they gave us two kegs. And I could not drink fast enough. I could not even catch a buzz because I was sweating so much that my body was – it was impossible to catch We're going to have to go by misting fans, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, there's just so much going on there. So if they did, if they built a new downtown stadium, the only thing that I would want is you have to incorporate the fountains still. Yeah, for sure. Well, Kansas you City is a city of fountains. There would probably be even more fountains in that ballpark if it's downtown. So, surround it's the stadium. possible. All the homeless people were like, yes, free bass. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I do. I, but I saw a tweet earlier today of like – um, it was the number of bars that surround like NFL stadiums, and mm-hmm. the Chiefs were third at the bottom because there's nothing around those stadiums. Oh yeah, all. no, it's out there. You got a freaking Taco Bell, and it's a shitty Taco Bell. It should be one of the highest grossing Taco Bells in the nation. And the crazy and thing for not. the people that aren't as familiar with the Kansas City sports teams, they're not far out. It's not like you're driving 45 minutes from the no. city out to the stadium. Yeah. You're driving 15 minutes. You literally hit the interstate, and you're. You're there at 70 miles an hour real quick, parked in this massive area uh-huh. of a parking lot. But there's absolutely nothing out there. <laughs> no. Like, ha- 
how have they been out there for so long and you haven't put like more bars or hotels? What are there like two hotels in the area? Yeah, across the interstate. Yeah, <laughs> like even the traveling teams don't stay there. It's also just not a good. That's kind of when you head into the bad part of Kansas City, right. or I should say the unsafe aspect mm-hmm. of. Yeah, like the yeah. way that we take home out of that, where you like the four lanes of traffic all start going one way, and you hit that stoplight, and we take a left. If you go right, don't stop the stop signs. That's the rules. Because <laughs> I lived up there, <laughs> so I know. Oh, did you? Dims the rules. Oh uh, yeah, for a little bit. It was a good time. Huh, the more you know, uh, but I am excited about that. As far as downtown stadium, some of them are beautiful. Yeah, I, I would love to do a stadium tour as well. The one That's- in Minnesota is amazing. The Twins Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see that one in person. Target Field? It's, a, it's so beautiful. Yep. I think uh, it's Target Field. Yes. It okay. used to be when it was built. Probably still is. Probably Surely. Uh, but I would, I'd love to do a stadium tour. Maybe partner with, you know, it's like an RV company or something. Yeah, and just kind of travel. Put our just logo travel. on the side. I wonder if we can find someone who would want to do that. I don't know. Maybe if we could get a driver, because I don't trust either of us driving an RV, yeah. but... <laughs> True. We're, uh, I was actually watching that um, video talking about the Mid-America RV open house, and I was thinking about if I could get an <laughs> RV. But then we had such strong winds yesterday, and it was a crosswind of when I was driving, and I thought there's absolutely no way I could handle an RV right here. No. I would. I don't think the Kia Optima could handle it. RV for any vehicle. I'll take my, what is it? What are they called? Teardrops? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I want to say something else, but uh, I think I, I think the Kia could handle a teardrop. I might go check them out, lay down inside one of it. I tell you, <laughs> we went hiking the summer, from a, a tailgate tour stop in Columbus one time, and we had to drive through a tornado warning, not through like an actual tornado, but through a tornado warning with an RV. It wasn't as bad as it sounds like it would be. That is right. I do remember that. So maybe it's just the intimidation factor of like, oh man, I'm pulling something really big. Yeah, it's, you're just get, you get the like, pre-game nerves, right? It's like oh, I don't know if I can do this, and you do, and you're like, shit, I'm freaking doing it, dude. <laughs> I'm look at me go. Look at me, honey. I'm hang gliding. Take a picture. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am doing it. Um, also, we had um, the suspension come down yesterday for Juwan Howard, which <laughs> uh, I think was exactly what everybody expected. Yeah. He gets. Suspended for the rest of the season, which I is love only- how that gets worded. Yep, the guy he's done for the 10. rest of the year. Oh my god, are you serious? That's five games. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Right, so we're, right. we suck anyways. That's fine. Uh huh. Yeah, probably not going to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, it's only five games left, uh, but he was also fined forty thousand dollars. That is a big one. And then Greg Gard, the Wisconsin head coach, fined ten thousand dollars. And then you know some other players got suspensions. I didn't hear of it like the. Uh, assistant coach that got the slap if anything happened with him as far as fine <laughs> i guess you probably i think he's just got a black eye right like... or like a sprained eardrum <laughs> yeah. that's uh, a joke i have no idea what injuries can be done to your pretty eardrum. nasty scratch that he might have on his face again like i don't even know what we're calling it i guess it's a slap it was more <laughs> of a grab i don't know but those are the suspensions that were faced and like i said i it's kind of what i expected to be done. I was kind of surprised that it happened so quickly, uh, but I guess good on the Big Ten. I, honestly, tell the truth, Tuesday, I'm kind of kind of tired of just talking about it. Yeah. Like, so I, many people have tried to make it about different things about, 
you know, even race or like, oh, should we get rid of the handshake line? Like, can we just not overreact to every single thing that happens? Dude, that's all this. That's all everyone does. And awesome, like, I don't dude. know how it Aaron got Rogers to makes anything. an Instagram post, and we're like, "Is he retiring?" <laughs> yeah, that we spend all show talking about it. We are you get the an problem. immediate reaction out of us, and then we cool down. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I am like, it's just it was a bad incident. It should not have happened. Also, Juwan Howard played in the NBA. He's now you know a basketball head basketball coach at Michigan. He signed a five year deal with them, worth up to eleven point two million dollars in two thousand nineteen. Forty thousand dollars to this guy is nothing. Yeah, probably probably not a big deal. Yeah, to him, it's like that's a bad weekend at the casino. Forty thousand dollars is like me handing someone two twenties. Forty dollars. Yeah. It'd be like Just getting the speeding throw ticket. A, four more zeros on the back, huh? It'd be like getting the speeding ticket. Like, man, this is really inconvenient. I don't want to pay this money, but it's how not much are your speeding tickets? The last time I got a speeding ticket, it was one hundred and eighty dollars. <sighs> Yeah, okay. it was some bullshit. Yeah. It was 180. Mine was like a one. Mine was like 110. And I was like, "Fucking hey!" Granted, I was in college and about a mile from my aunt's house, so I was kind of pissed off that I got pulled over right there. But mine whatever was a speed trap. Cop was sitting ass. and radaring right when the speed limit changes from 55 to 45. I was going 59 because I go five over like every other person. And hadn't slowed down yet to the 45. So he got me for 59 and a 45 on a country road. Like, it's a highway. This is my thing. I'm with the cop on that one. You got to be aware. You got to know your surroundings. Should I have known? Yeah, I should have. Definitely. You gotta, you're better than that. There's better use of your time than sitting on that fucking road and radaring people. Because <laughs> there's no one out there. Was hey, I yeah. breaking the law? There's a guy doing meth on the to, other side exactly. of town. Exactly. And it was in, like, near a town. It was a it was a townie. Not like a highway patrolman or anything. Uh, Go look at some of the shit going on in your town, yeah. bud. Okay? Me going 59 into 45 <laughs> for a second is not bothering anyone. Yeah, I broke the law technically. But there's better use of your time than sitting on that highway where you're going to get a car every five minutes. Let's go ahead and do the difference between a guy, you know, speeding or a guy selling meth on the side of the main street. Yeah. And this is not in Joplin. I know this wasn't in Joplin. No. This is a town we grew up in. There's people like, oh, they're homeless. No, they're not. He's got a home. He's he's homeless and drugs. Doesn't have a roof. That's his roommate. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, let's look at some of these other people. Don't worry about me driving carefully a little too fast. (laughs) Yeah. That's the house where your parents say, don't ride your bike by it because we don't know what kind of mood he's in today. Right, but that was that. Uh, Let's get to our last sponsors, Club 609, where, you know what, we always talk about the happy hour, the drink specials. I know two very attractive guys that were in there for lunch yesterday having had nachos. (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) Had a little lunch meeting. Uh, It was great. Uh, We went went in there. It was us. We are the guys uh, that went in there for lunch, and it was nice. You think I'm attractive, though? Uh, no, but I was going to give that. I ruined the moment. That's on me. Yeah, you, you ask, and then I gave you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> Tell the truth Tuesday. I had to do it to you. Yeah, you know, uh, honest Abe, honest Mellow. <laughs> right, Club 609 right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Home to a great happy hour, though, for real. 
uh, 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock with two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours at Club 609. Speaking of downtown Joplin, make sure to visit Downtown Loop here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, located right on 1st and Main Street. For all your vehicle needs, they do specialize in tires and loop, but they are much more than that. So visit them at their website at downtownloop.com. Even if you're not in the area, no big deal. At least go check out that website. Put it in your browser, www.downtownloop.com. Check it out. New site. Mark's very proud of it. I love to share it. It was also his birthday last week, so happy belated birthday, Mark Editor. I sent him a long message saying how much I appreciate him. Look on your face. Looks like you did. <laughs> I'm the favorite. Suck on that. Downtown Couldn't give loop. your boy the heads up that it was his birthday. I forgot. Wow. <laughs> I was also, I, tell the truth, Tuesday, I was driving when I saw it and had to do the talk text message, and then the voice thing messed up, so I had to pretty much type it out. It was windy on my way back from Oklahoma. Didn't think to tell you because I was like, I got to stay wow. alive and get – I didn't want to send someone a happy birthday message and then die. So I used to be able to ro- rely on Facebook to be like, hey, today is this person's birthday. So I went and looked on Facebook. It wasn't there. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think that even now, I don't know if they've like changed it or whatever. Yeah, people can hide their birthday. I hate that. Or it used to just tell me like in the morning to get a notification. Maybe it's something I've changed. Did you stop responding to them or like telling people happy birthday? So Facebook said, this guy doesn't care. Well, here's the thing, though. I'll see that it's somebody's birthday, and if I have your number, I might text you happy birthday. I do both. You get the double happy birthday. You do both? No. I do. Like, if I see it, I'm totally messing with you, by the way. (laughs) Tell the truth Tuesday. That's a joke. Uh, I do the whole, I'll see it on Facebook. There will be like two or three people. and be like, eh, I really, I do have this person's number. I'll let them know. And this other person, like, I have their number too, but like, I don't really want to text them. I'll just put it on Facebook. There are. There are that some makes people sense. where I'll I'll put it out there on Facebook. Like if we're not super close friends or maybe we haven't been friends for very long, I'll put it on Facebook. Yeah. If I've had your number for more than a year and we've been friends, I'm going to send you that text. Hmm. That's funny. That's kind of my – Because you posted mine on Facebook. Was you didn't it... send me a text. I also wrote you a note. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You used the note that I wrote you for your birthday, crossed out my name, and wrote yours and handed it to me. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote, <laughs> it was Mel's, Mel's birthday in October. Here, let me just tell the story real quick. Tell the truth Tuesday, because this actually is probably the best birthday present I've gotten in a while. I wrote Mel a note, said, happy birthday, appreciate you, have a great day, and then like signed my name at the bottom and then gave, had this gift sitting on top of it. My birthday, I saw this note sitting on his desk from all of October for the rest of October and all of November. I was like, month. man, this guy just really liked the note. That's awesome. I'm feeling good about myself. And like genuinely, I noticed it. I was like, that's awesome. My birthday rolls around. I walk in. That same note has been removed from Mello's desk, put on mine. He crossed out the name Austin and wrote Mello. Same note message with my present sitting on the paper. And it was like, this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> That's my office buddy, Mello. <laughs> I thought you did a wonderful job with the notes. So yeah. I like writing hand, handwritten letters. Yeah, I couldn't have done it better, so why do it? <laughs> uh, I'm seeing a lot of reports of like players getting tagged. I don't know if any of them are official yet because I haven't seen it from like a Schefter mm-hmm. or anyone like that. But it, it does sound like uh, Orlando Brown and maybe even Mike Williams getting tagged. Uh, there's confirmation that it is going to be – um, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, so there's some big news that's kind of happened over the last 30 seconds of us talking. <laughs> but let's do get to our Tell the Truth Tuesdays. And mine kind of fits in with this. It's all the NFL rumors 
but I don't mean the on-field stuff. I like uh, speculation, like oh, who are the Bengals going to tag or what moves are the Chiefs going to make? Anything like that. It's all the like the Patrick Mahomes and his family stuff. It's the Aaron Rodgers and his retirement stuff, which I know we talked about earlier today. Or Tom Brady not loving the Buccaneers. I, I saw one that was Byron Leftwich and. Uh, Bruce Arians couldn't get along, and there was a rift all season long between them. Or the Eric Bieniemy stuff. We never even talked about it because, honestly, I just I don't know what's true anymore. Yeah. And there are so many fucking people with a blue check mark next to their name now that I you can't you used to be able to rely on it. Be like, okay, this person is a reliable source. Yes, that ain't it anymore. <laughs> oh, this kid works for the student newspaper. In college. Right. He has 250 followers, but <laughs> let's go ahead and believe his report. Or, you know, there are other guys that even used to play in the NFL, and it's like, well, I don't know how tied in you actually are. Yeah. Or if you're just putting this out there. It's so much of it feels like nonsense. Or, um, you know, I got got uh, earlier this offseason because there was a dude with uh, like uh, 50,000 followers or whatever that kept reporting Byron Leftwich was going to be the Jaguars' next head coach. Mm-hmm. He's still the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> but again, there's another dude played in the league that was like Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich hate each other. I hate the, the people that put the. Uh, I hate the people that put like the emojis next to their name to where like if you just quickly go by it looks yeah. like it's verified. And it's like you son of a bitch. You're a like, douchebag if you do that. Yeah, like that's just a cloud. It's like an outlined cloud, but it, you make you think it's a check mark. So, uh, or the, like the blue cap. Yes. Like, stop it. That we should take away uh, emojis emojis. and names. You should not have an emoji in your freaking Twitter handle name. No. (laughs) That's so stupid. I agree with that one too. But that is my big one. I I hate people that uh, are digging so into this. I I really – I feel bad for the players. Maybe it's because I like Tom Brady. I like Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. So it's like give these guys a break. Brady retired and all anybody wants to talk about is – He's coming back. He's coming back. Patrick Mahomes it. can't even go watch his college play basketball without something happening there. And do I read it? Yeah. So, like, I'm guilty of it. But I, I'm tired of seeing it, and I'm tired of seeing people with blue check marks that don't need to be reporting. So you just hate all, the, like, the BS that comes with the non-actual factual information of sports. Yeah. Or, you know, another thing that drives me nuts since we're telling the truth on Tuesday – uh, is people that will tweet something immediately after Adam Schefter does it. This has been something I, is, I've i spoken on before. Mm-hmm. We saw the Schefter tweet. Yeah. But they'll almost take it like almost word for word. And I don't mean other big journalists. Like, you know, if Adam Schefter breaks something and then Tom Pelissaro is like, oh, yeah, I also I heard this. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like, I get it. You probably have to like meet a quota or something. It's the other people that aren't even like blue check marks. Or the people that are really, really low on the blue check mark hierarchy. Yeah. That will tweet out like, Oh, I'm hearing the Ravens are also signing this receiver or whatever. So yeah, we saw Schefter tweet it two minutes ago and you have his notifications on. That's <laughs> all you're doing. Please stop. It's Oh, see, okay. For me it's the people that if like Adam Schefter says this news breaks and that person retweets and is like, News from Adam Schefter. I was like, Yeah, like Adam just tweeted it. Like let me get to it on my feed. Right. Like, if I'm going to retweet it, it's more like, okay, now here's my thought and opinion on this tweet. Not like, oh, look, what I saw, now you see the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That is, I think that's pointless. Yeah, so that's my uh, 
Tell the Truth Tuesday, which has kind of turned into things that I hate. Yeah, today. a little bit. But, but hey, if you feel better about it, if you walk out of here feeling better, good for you. And you know what? I'm still optimistic about baseball. So <laughs> there we go. Even our, our guy Brooks Gwynn sent me a tweet during the middle of the show that's like, oh, Freddie Freeman might, might not sign with the Braves. Yep. Get out of here with that noise because I'm also kind of a Braves fan. So I want Freddie Freeman I if back in it. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> He's also – he has the chance to be one of those guys that goes wall-to-wall with his one team. You don't see that in sports anymore. And you're probably not going to with Freddie. I bet, he, I bet he still re-signs with the Braves. Huh. Even with the, the growing disbelief? Yeah. Or with the growing belief that he'll leave? Again, I don't believe that. Optimism. Hey, I, I appreciate it and I respect it. Mm-hmm. I Good do. I, I think that, if anything, this might be like a, hey, what's the future going to look like? What's my pay going to look like? This is going to be my last contract. You know, this could just be um, a disagreement on how many years to where Freddie Freeman's like, no, I want four more years, but the Braves want three. So he's like, yeah, maybe I don't resign. Yeah. When in the back of his mind, yeah, he wants to be in Atlanta. He's been in Atlanta for forever. You just won a World Series. Yeah, Why it's going to be tough to leave after that. <laughs> you know? Um, I love how with your Tell the Truth Tuesday, it's turning into things that you've hated that you're honest about. So I appreciate that. Mine is just turning into roasting myself about things that I've realized I've done in the past. And here's another one with a college job application. If you've listened to the show, you know, I worked at Logan's Roadhouse in Springfield. Growing up, my family loved Logan's. We'd come to Joplin. We'd eat there on the weekends after church, whatnot. We'd make the trip down. Loved it. So in college, I was like, ah, need a new job. Tired of working from Subway in high school. Don't want to work at Subway inside of a Walmart while in college. Not cool. I'm going to go get a job at Logan. So I go in to get an application, fill it Hold out. Up. Wait, what's the difference between the Subway and a Walmart versus just a Subway? <laughs> like that's where you're on the line? Well, yeah, I, I hated the fact that I'd be standing there and people would be coming in the grocery shop. And it's like, pfft. you look over and like, look at this kid. Dude's working at Subway and Walmart. Okay. And you were just never busy. Like, that was the other thing. And they're like, well, during Black Friday season, we're, you know, holiday, we're just slammed. So you got to be here. And I was like, no, I'm going home. I'm not going to stay here and make freaking sandwiches. Don't make me call my grandmama. I didn't have to. But so I started looking for other jobs, and one of them was Logan's Roadhouse. And I hadn't had to fill out a job application for like a real job ever. So this is my first time doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so I call my mom, and I'm like, hey, walk me through this. Here we go. And I get to the reference section. And not thinking anything of, like, here, here are your actual references for people that can say, this guy's a good worker, you should hire him. My mom and I took it as, who recommended me to go apply for the job? My parents. Oh. So in the references section of this job application, I wrote my parents. And I never processed it. And then I had been working there for, like, three months. And I had kind of befriended with the managers. We're having a good time. And, like, when they hired me, they also hired a whole, like, new group of people, like, of college freshmen. And they're sitting there cracking jokes about some of the other applications that came through. And they're like, wait, weren't you the one that put your parents as references? And I was like, yeah, my mom was the one that told me I should apply. And they just lost it. And then it clicked fucking two years later when I was doing other job applications for graduating where it was like, oh, my God. I used my mom as a reference for a freaking job as a sir, as a host to go pick up dishes and sit people. I put my my parents so I was thinking about that yesterday when I was like, oh, I worked at Logan's in college. I was like, what an idiot, dude. So that's my Tell the Truth Tuesday. I wanted to use my parents as references on my job application. <laughs> as an adult. 
I was 18 years old, yeah. <laughs> Solid move. <laughs> Nobody you. knows me like mommy knows me. <laughs> she will say positive things about uh, me. I probably sure. should have put my grandma because she actually hired me to work at Subway. She was like a district general manager or something. It, sometimes <laughs> if you go different last name, people will do family members. Yeah. <laughs> your actual mother. <laughs> what relationship with this person? <laughs> Mom. Parents. I literally put my parents. I remember filling out the application on the website. Like my parents. I hope that you put both of them on the same line too. Oh, I didn't put their individual names. I literally wrote <laughs> my parents. <laughs> yeah. How did you get that job? They were I, desperate. Because I wasn't high on drugs and wasn't covered in stupid tattoos. Because it's Logan's. And I was house. a good kid. I was. like, And I was just a host. Like They just needed someone to come in and pick up dishes and sit people. And then I <laughs> – this is going to sound – I worked my way up to being a server. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what a life. Hey, good for you, though. I know you really enjoyed your time. You've come a long way. I, I worked for a company – uh, for a little while, and then I decided to quit and move on. It, while I was like doing like the goodbyes and everything, and I asked one of my supervisors, "Like, hey, just heads up, next job, I'm gonna use you as a reference, mm-hmm. just so you know. Uh, that way, if you get the call, it's not like a shock to you." And one of the reasons why I used him as a reference is because we've had some other people leave there recently. This man, as a supervisor, at a is a good job. He thought it was illegal to give a bad reference. <laughs> Not just like immoral or something you shouldn't do. He literally thought he would get like fined or arrested if he left a bad reference for someone. So no matter how good of a worker you were or how shitty of a worker you were, he would give you a good reference for your next job. <laughs> like you could be fired for like a no call, no show, like – Literally had a dude not show up for three days because he got arrested because he was on a meth bender. What? Yes. Then he came back to work, and this supervisor thought, like, yeah, can't give you a bad reference. So he got fired, but that supervisor gave him a good reference for his next job. Wow. Yeah. So that, it, but who's the one that broke it to him? I was like, hey, you can actually like be on it. Probably no one. Oh my god! Probably so no he's one. still doing it? Oh, I bet. To this day, it was 10 years ago or more that he was <laughs> giving very <laughs> shitty people good references. That's but it, beca- it like became an inside joke of like, hey, when you leave, make sure you have him as a reference because he'll give you a good one. He thinks it's illegal. He must to. take like a call a day. <laughs> like, hey, you're still a reference for this person. Were you his supervisor in <laughs> 2004? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, this is this, guy, this guy's 30th job. <laughs> Great work attendance, uh, yeah. Solid worker, quick learner. When he's here, you know, he works hard, does his job, does the task of him. Yeah, uh, it was. It was a wild time, as is this show. But that's it for us today, Big Country. And I'm going to be back tomorrow right here in the call-in app. Make sure you download it. It's available on Apple and Android devices. There's a great new website that you can go to. You can listen to the show uh, from your computer. We won't tell if you're doing it at work. Secret safe with us. But we'll be back tomorrow. We thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget about Roper Kia. To end the show, uh, check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. They've done it for me. They've done it for Big Country numerous times. Uh, in fact, I think every vehicle that I've driven is from Roper over the last 10 years. 
probably. Same. And that's a fact. So go visit them again at Roper Kia. Mention us at Mike'd Up. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. And thank you again for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central Time, right here in the call-in app.